Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. Welcome to Shrink Money Advice. It's Sunday, March 27th, 2022. Yeah, it's been a while. I know. Been away um, on business, um, looking at investments in real estate and doing some different things. And when the deals close, I'll be able to um, fill you in in a bit more detail of what we've done and uh, the pivot necessary. I can tell you we stopped two construction projects before they started um, because of costs and because of the, um, now no disrespect, there's some outstanding con- contractors out there that we've worked with in the past who are busy now for this coming 12 months, um, but a number of others who really believe they're neurosurgeons and are going to charge whatever they want. Um, it reminds me a little bit of the um, <clears throat> people that were charging $20 for a, a mask during COVID. Uh, you know, 50 cent masks are charging $20. Or people who go into, you know, areas where powers are, power is out, the power is out, and sell generators for $10,000 just because pe- they know that people need it and they gouge people. In the construction and real estate world today, there are so many rookies. There are so many inexperienced people. There are so many um, folks with short memories. You know how they talk about in athletics when a goalie lets in a puck in hockey? They have to have a short memory because they have to recover in seconds and have confidence to continue to play. Well, the short memory we're seeing today in real estate is where people don't seem to understand the relationship between supply and demand and how eventually if you continue to raise your prices people stop buying um and we're seeing it it was interesting last week in the global mail there was an article on um you know the reduction in demand for housing in toronto still high prices but fewer purchases fewer people looking uh, and gradually as people i mean i was in the grocery store the other day in this true story i, I spent 411 dollars and I didn't buy any meat. I bought four different helpings of fish, but I bought no meat. So, and, and very little dairy, mainly fruits and vegetables and a few other gluten-free uh, cereals and so on. But when you when you look at that and, and then you go put gas in your car, $1.70 something a liter here. I heard $6.20 in California. Prices continue to rise. Um, you have to ask yourself at some point, you know, supply and demand is, is sort of going to be where people say I'm just not going to buy this stuff I'm going to I'm going to learn to make soup at home if it's food or I'm going to travel less or you know I'm not going to buy it I mean if, you, if you're going to do real estate today with interest rates where they're at in, in the last month they've gone up significantly on mortgage rates they're still at all-time lows if you compare it to the day when we had you know 18 8 
20%, whatever it was, over time. So you got you have to be careful. I've talked about this at other podcasts. You, you really need to, you know, it's not just because I'm old, but you have to, <laughs> you have to look at the the experts out there who are throwing out advice, and how old are they, and have they ever been through 18 or 20%? I don't mean lived through it. I mean actually had skin in the game. And you'll probably find that they have not. If well, obviously, if they're 20, 30, 40 years old, uh, 50 even perhaps. So there is something to be said for a person who's lived through um, different challenges. And I think it's important for people to understand that. So while having a a balance of cash is important, the concern today, of course, is you're not getting anything for it. With inflation at 8 to 15%, depending on who you ask, you're losing the buying power of that every year. But the question is, what is the value of having that cash to be able to make decisions quickly should the market change or should you need to uh, see an opportunity Um, we did purchase an opportunity that I'll talk about um, sometime in May that uh, we're pretty excited about but in in most cases we're not seeing any value anywhere uh, across this country and that includes in Nova Scotia where I think you're going to see very quickly people are going to stop coming from Ontario because The prices in Halifax, for example, have gone through the roof and are getting close to being what they are in Ontario. So um, having just visited there, I can honestly tell you that um, March is a brutal month on the East Coast. So is February, frankly. Uh, So from January till April, you probably don't want to be spending a lot of time out there. We also experienced potholes that were big enough to you know stock with trout they were huge people were all over the side of the road every once in a while you'd see a car where the axle had been broken because if you hit one of these potholes you've got a problem these are on freeways by the way and major arteries in Halifax these aren't on side streets or just parking lots so when we one of the things that happened is when we got from the airport into our car and started driving on the 401 it was like oh my gosh there's no there's no potholes it's it's amazing here in Ontario. And sure, there's construction, and, and there still is construction between Windsor and uh, where we live, but that's primarily, I think, due to they don't want to have roads like we have out east. And so now, apparently, they wait till May or June because it still freezes out there to fix those holes, and, but they don't do it properly. They just patch them, which means next spring we're going to have the same problem. So... Well, it's a beautiful place, and, and there's still some opportunities out there. Um, I can say across the country, it appears to me that we're in a definite hyper bubble scenario in real estate. Uh, a good friend, a real estate agent, a uh, broker, sorry, here in uh, Blenheim, Ontario, showed me a, a listing the other day of a building that was for sale for 269000 Less than a thousand feet of livable space small house very tiny house one bathroom I think it had three bedrooms but it was disgusting frankly probably take 150 to 175,000 to make it livable listed for 269 sold for over four hundred thousand dollars almost half a million dollars by the time you're finished you're probably looking at six hundred plus thousand dollars to make it livable in Blenheim Ontario in Blenheim Ontario (laughs) If that's not a bubble, I don't know what is, because that building will never be worth $600,000.
So when you think about this for a minute, and, and people are buying it sight unseen, there's multiple offers, that still goes on. Although last week we heard that's starting to abate. We also saw a fascinating um, statistic that I watch every day, which is the price of lumber. It's been dropping every day for the past, well, in the month of March, I think it's down 25%, but no, it, it's dropped significantly because demand has started to dry up. When you look at the graph between the cost to build, say, a rental property and the rent you can receive, it doesn't make any sense. We're at that it doesn't make any sense number, which is why we canceled all our construction. The other thing in Canada that's happened, which regardless of, you know, which party you support, our good prime minister decided to, you know, develop an agreement with the NDP party, which is now pushing for all kinds of changes. And you're going to see rent control probably be a national push somehow tied to federal funding to provinces somehow so that you know in New Brunswick we heard the other day in their budget they wanted landlords to rebate tenants rent increases that they may have given them over the last year or two so you're going to see a real shutdown in uh, multifamily housing construction because there's just uncertainty you don't know right now in many provinces you can build something new and charge whatever you want but we're going to see very quickly that change I believe because that's what's happening right now. It's not a prediction of the future. It's right now. It's becoming tougher to be a landlord. Um, I don't know what the likability scale is for a landlord, but I assume it's right there down at the bottom with lawyers and politicians. I don't know where um, they think a landlord's going to get the money to fix a roof if inflation is 8 to 15%, but uh, rent increases are capped at 2% or less. Don't know where that's going to happen. So that's going to cause a great deal of uncertainty, less housing. And remember, every time the government gets involved in something, they screw it up. So now that the government's decided to make housing a priority, um, it's going to have a drastic impact on the uh, rental housing industry, which isn't going to be good for those who rent. So we'll have to keep an eye on that and maybe start looking at some other opportunities still think land banking is an excellent way to go so if you have an opportunity to purchase a piece of land and just not think about it for 20 years and you have the cash to be able to do that it's probably a great thing i always recommend this strategy be done with cash not debt so if you can you know take a revenue generating property and get some cash out of it and buy land for land banking and not have to think about it for a while the disadvantage is it doesn't provide cash flow but the advantage is it will help uh, secure your the future should inflation continue to go up. So this is Hank for Shrink Money Advice. You have an amazing week. We'll be in touch again shortly um, as things progress. And I'll be able to update you more as deals close on what we've done with our real estate. Have an amazing day. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 